Welcome to From the Hawk's Nest. I'm your host, Matt Bergman, and today my guest is Evan McGaffey. Evan is a 2016 QU graduate in sports management, and he earned his MBA in 2017. He came to Quincy from Carthage, Illinois, and had a very impressive career, both in varsity basketball at QU and then in professional international basketball. He and his wife now live in Cincinnati, and Evan, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, let's start with the experience of international basketball. What is it like to play outside of the United States? How different is it? Uh, yeah, it's totally different. Um, I mean, just for everything, really. I mean, you're living over there on your own. Uh, when you first get there, you don't know anybody. I mean, it's kind of different from, uh, like, college. Obviously, when you get recruited for college, it's kind of the same. Uh, when you're over there playing professionally, like coaches and general managers are kind of recruiting you, but obviously you can't really take like a a visit over there and be like, oh yeah, I like this spot, I'll go here. So you know, it's just kind of you know going in blind and hoping for the best, honestly, in some situations. So is the competition itself like is the game played exactly the same? Uh, I mean, yeah, like in like in terms of like rules and regulations, that sort of thing. I, pretty much uh the thing i would say was the biggest difference uh for me like from college to international play was the fact that i'm playing against grown men day in and day out you know <laughs> in college you're in college you're playing you know 18 to you know 21 year olds and over there i was facing you know 26 to 33 year olds most of the time so that was that was probably the biggest difference so yeah, I know you played for teams in Germany, the Czech Republic, Italy, Chile, and Sweden. What are maybe mm-hmm. a couple of your favorite places that you played? Uh, I mean, I would say probably Italy or Germany. I mean, Germany is a beautiful country. It's, I wouldn't say it's the closest, you know, like closest to, you know, living in America. But in terms of like food and all that kind of stuff, it was a pretty easy transition. Um, Italy, I mean, what can't you say about Italy, really? <laughs> I, was about, I, was, I was living an hour south of Rome, nice, uh, like a 10-minute walk from the sea on the west side there. And, I mean, it was just awesome. The food was great, all the, like, fresh seafood and everything. The weather was great all year round, basically. Uh, I think it was, like, 55 degrees on Christmas Day, you know. So nice. it was not, re- not really too many complaints about Italy either. So, you know, on the flip side – what was the com- country that was maybe the hardest to acclimate to? Uh, I would say either, probably either Chile down in South America or the Czech Republic. Uh, and really, I would say the biggest thing was just the language barrier. Um, and, and both both cities that I was in uh, were, I guess, somewhat smaller cities. But at the same time, not too many people in Chile speak English anyhow. Uh, and kind of find out the same way in the Czech Republic. Of course, in in Chile, they were speaking Spanish, so, you know, from high school classes, I thought you could <laughs> kind of get bits and pieces here and there, but, I mean, in the Czech Republic, the language that they speak just, you know, it just sounds like gibberish to you, you know, you sure. have no idea what they're saying most of the time, so that's probably, that was probably the toughest thing, was just language barriers at times. Well, you were overseas in different countries for five years, um, playing basketball, mm-hmm. Uh what was life like there? You know, were, were your, was your family able to come join you at all? Uh, yeah, it just depends. I mean, obviously, when COVID came, nobody nobody could come visit. That was in year four. 
and then year five, nobody else came. But the first three years, uh, they would come over, you know, at least once anyhow. Obviously, it was easier around, like, Christmas time when you have time off of work and everything. They can come take, you know, one or two weeks at a time. But, uh, yeah, obviously, they look forward to every trip that they can make it over there and, you know, just explore everything that you kind of read about or see in movies and stuff and actually see it in person is a pretty cool thing. And what do you think you miss the most about being about being out of the United States? That's a good question, honestly. I mean, I would say a little bit is just kind of like being on my own, honestly. I feel like I'm a pretty independent person and can just kind of live by myself. But at the same time, like the biggest thing was just, it was always so cool going to different cities, you know, playing for different teams and just meeting like so many good people around the world and still having a relationship with them to this day and, and keeping in contact with them. I mean, I feel like that was probably the coolest thing. That's awesome. Well, back in the United States, you had a pretty impressive basketball career right here at QU uh, as well. In your last season, I know um, it was almost a 60% uh, from the field for your shots, uh, 52% from the three-point range, 48 block shots. Uh, just a great, uh, great career here at QU. What are some of your fondest memories of your time with the QU basketball team? There was a lot of them that, that senior year, like you said. I mean, we had a great group of guys there. We were always having fun together, hanging out. We went bowling all the time. I feel like we were at the bowling alley two to three times a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, it was all the home games. I kind of vividly remember just because, like, the crowd presence that we had and the student body that was there. I feel like the, you know, the entire football team was lined up on the first three or four rows there at Pepsi and, you know, just heckling the other team and just helping us out as much as we could. So really just the atmosphere that we had in Pepsi that senior year was just awesome. And of course you reached the second round of the NCAA division two Midwest regional in that last mm-hmm. season. I remember being at that game and uh, that had to be just an awesome experience. Yeah, it was. Uh, we had we played Kentucky Wesleyan that first round, and I guess you know odds were against us, or yep. so they thought. <laughs> they, uh, I remember we shared a hotel with hotel room uh, with them, and you know the, all their players came down to breakfast with shirts on, saying something about how they were like the best D two program in the country. Yada yada yada. It's like, okay, we'll see you tonight, you know. And you know, luck would have it, we we played well and and got the W there, and then. Obviously, things didn't go as well against Bellarmine at Bellarmine in the second round, but you know you you still remember both those games very vividly, even though they both had different outcomes. Absolutely. Well, let's take a brief break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more with Evan about how his time at QU prepared him for his basketball career and life experiences. Stay with us. You're listening to From the Hawks Nest. QU Hawk fans never have to miss a game. Visit QUHawks.com and click on the media tab to find the GLVC Sports Network. It's available on both your desktop and mobile tablet devices, as well as four over-the-top platforms, including Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Apple TV. All live and on-demand archived video is available free of charge. For game schedules and the latest news, visit QUHawks.com and follow Quincy University Hawks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And welcome back to From the Hawks Nest. I'm your host, Matt Bergman. Today we're chatting with Evan McGaffey. He's a 2016 QU sports management graduate and got an MBA in 
2017, and we have been chatting about basketball, basketball, basketball. Let's talk about your time at QU and how it prepared you for that that career in international basketball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was, uh, I mean, obviously I enjoyed my time there. I was there for five years. Um, It was just, you know, like we always kind of told recruits, you know, QU was what you made it. I mean, if you were just sitting around in your dorm all the time, just not really, you know, conversing or doing anything with the student body, then obviously you might not like it as much. But if you get out and and talk to other people, like, you know, you're going to enjoy your time there. and You know, it's going to be time well spent. I feel like that's kind of, you know, how I had to transition over when I was over in Europe. Uh, If I was just sitting in the house all day long, like not doing anything, not taking advantage of my time, like I wouldn't have been able to, you know, do all the cool things and, and see as much as I got to see. But but instead, you know, whenever I could, I, I felt like I could get out and, you know, talk to teammates, have them take me around, show me different things. And like I said, just kind of take advantage of my time. Well, you have now decided, uh, at least for a while, you've hung up your basketball shoes and you are mm-hmm. living in Cincinnati and working there. Yep. Tell us about your job. Uh, so yeah, it's a little different from what I've been doing the last five years, obviously. Uh, I am a tech recruiter now for a company called Baco here in Cincinnati. Uh, so we, li- we live, um, about 30 minutes North of downtown in a suburb called Fairfield, which, which is a, you know, nice little suburb. And then got to drive about a half hour over to the East side of Cincinnati. So not too bad of a commute. That, that's probably the nice thing I like about Cincinnati. People think of it as a, a big time city, but you can really get anywhere in 30 minutes to 45 minutes, which growing up, I had to do that just to get to Quincy every weekend when we go <laughs> grocery shopping and stuff. So it's really no big deal to me. Uh, what do you enjoy doing when you're not working or not shooting hoops? Uh, I guess it just depends what time of season it is. Uh, like in the summer, you can pretty much find me on the golf course as much as possible, um, especially in, a, in between jobs or, you know, the last five years during the summer when I wasn't working and just uh, like training and working out. I mean, I was golfing at least three or four days a week, loving that. But, you know, just, just being outdoors, hunting and fishing in the fall and that sort of thing. And, you know, other than that, just kind of being around family and friends and hanging out. What about advice? What would you say to a current QU student or maybe even alum from QU about uh, some of the lessons you've learned along the way? Uh, I guess kind of like what I talked about earlier, just, you know, don't be scared to like express yourself and kind of get out of your comfort zone. Uh, I mean, I grew up in a, tiny town of Carthage, less than 2,000 people, never guessed that I'd even get to Europe, let alone, you know, spend five years over there. So really just, you know, kind of chase your dreams. And and like I said, don't be scared to get out of your comfort zone and and good things will happen and you'll gain some quality life experiences from it. Well, Evan, you know, it's clear that you have many good memories at QU and you also mm-hmm. met your wife here. She's a 2016 grad as well. Um, tell us about what yep. she's up to. Uh, so she's been pretty busy lately. Uh, she is a NICU nurse at the University of Cincinnati, Cincinnati Hospital right now. Um, in early December, I think like December 10th, possibly, she uh, she'll graduate with her master's to become a nurse practitioner, neonatal nurse practitioner. Wonderful. 
so that's keeping her busy. And then uh, our, our other big announcement, we have our first child uh, expected on basically Christmas, December 26th. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot going on right now for her. <laughs> a busy season in life for sure. Yep, no doubt. Well, Evan, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on the show today. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you guys having me. And be sure to tune in next time to From the Hawk's Nest, where we talk to faculty, staff, students, alumni, and Franciscan friars to hear about their QU journey. I'm Matt Bergman, and remember, it's always a great day to be a hawk.